Welcome, everybody, to She's All Booked, a podcast for book lovers and avid readers. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Alex. We're two cousins who are also best friends who love to read. Yeah. Chat about and analyze. Sometimes overanalyze. The books we're currently reading. Sometimes we're on the same page. And sometimes our pages differ. But either way, we always have an opinion about what we've read. By the way, we're real people. With real families. So you may hear cats. Dogs. Birds. Babies. Or husbands. So enjoy the bonus material. Now let's get booked. Booked. Listeners, stick around at the end of this episode for some bloopers and bonus content. Hey, 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 listeners, if you're enjoying our podcast, please give us a five star review on Apple, Spotify or your preferred streaming service to help us reach more listeners and spread the word about our podcast. Hey, hey, dickery, dickery, Dax, we're back with the chance. (laughs) None of it makes sense. Don't expect it to. (laughs) Okay. Deal with it. Just deal with it. I'm honestly a little concerned. <laughs> I don't dickery, know. Earlier dickery I was thinking of dickery dickery doc, but dickery doc doesn't rhyme with snacks. So I had to change it. Okay. I had dickery, to alter it. Dickery dickery dicks. All right. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but that still doesn't rhyme with snacks. I know. <laughs> uh, but I was thinking, I was like, dickery dickery dicks. Does it rhyme with chips? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> Uh, what are you snacking on well i'm snacking on nothing but water right now i know it's boring and i'm sorry how dare you uh, i know i only have water at the moment and i'm snacking on life okay <laughs> i have a coffee and a water no snack actually no when snack. we're yeah when we're done recording i'm probably gonna cook dinner and so i don't want to fill up yeah <laughs> sorry our snack time is boring today but it won't be boring as far as everything else goes for example do you know what i randomly wanted today out of nowhere for no reason whatsoever what do you remember those this rhymes with with dirk um <laughs> not that though i wanted i wanted do you remember those pixie sticks those stupid sticks that you like yeah, they're just sugar. Sh- it's all pure sugar. Yeah. I wanted those and I wanted sour patch straws. That is so random. The I've most never, random thing ever. I haven't I don't even, even thought ever about a pixie sticks. stick. Yeah, I don't think I've even thought about one of those since I was maybe like, I don't know, 10. When's well, the last time I've even today. seen one in real life? Well, I've seen them recently. So this is probably why it was on my mind in okay. Walgreens. You know how they have the candy aisle? Yeah. So I go down the candy aisle strictly, strictly to get my uh, icebreakers because I, I I need my watermelon icebreakers, you know? So I'll just <laughs> go down there to get them and I, I won't look. Like, I'll just keep my, my hands on both sides and I'm like, I don't care about this stuff. I don't want anything. But Pixie Sticks caught my eye and then there was other things and then I happened to just notice if they had a midnight Twix, but apparently those don't <laughs> exist anymore. Okay. Because that's how long it's been. Uh <laughs> Yeah, pixie sticks. I don't know. They they do. They exist, and they do. They did have those. Not the sour patch straws, but they had the nerd rope. Mm, okay. But I guess it had me thinking about the sour patch straws, which are way better than the nerd rope, in my opinion. I think they're both good. They're different, though. They're very totally different. different. Yeah, totally different. Also, it's funny that I don't have chocolate. Uh, I don't. Well, I definitely have chocolate, but I don't have candy mm-hmm. at all anymore. Mm-hmm. And I used to love nerds. 
Yeah. I used to love them. I used to have them as a topping on ice cream. <laughs> really? I don't yeah. think I ever did that. I did, did. I did like nerds, though. You did have that with me a long, long time ago. Yeah. Uh, we were coming back from the beach. We were little kids and we got ice cream on the way back from the beach. And I was like, put nerds on it. <laughs> okay. And you did. And you liked it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I ever had it again. But I did like nerds a lot. <laughs> no, you probably never had it again because nobody usually had the option of the topping of nerds. But this specific place near the beach did. Okay. And that's why I was like, let's go there. They have nerds. You know, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Now I wouldn't eat it because I'm like, it's death. Don't eat it. <laughs> but back in the day, I was like, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Explains hmm. my ADD issues, though. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I was like pouring them in my mouth. Yeah, I I did. Poison. I did love nerds, but I they would last me forever because I was like one of those people that I would have to eat them like one at a time and if i had like you know how they came with the two different colors in a box i would only eat the one color at a time so i would eat like two pink and two then two purple and then two pink and then two purple don't judge me it's just how i used to do it i wouldn't i wouldn't touch the purple side i would throw that away the purple (laughs) side was nasty (laughs) i didn't like the purple okay i'm not a purple candy chick i never was yeah i don't know it's just not for me it's for some it, mm. not, uh, not me, uh, but I'm pretty sure that I used to always pour it off on grandpa. Okay. I'd be like, here's here's purple. And he'd be like, all right. That makes sense. You used That's to do that I with the, the black and white cookies, too. You would eat the Absolutely. one side and then you'd be like, I don't like the other side. And so I would have to eat it. And I was just yeah. like, I mean, it's still good, though. <laughs> special, special. Yeah. These are sh- weird only child hang ups. Yeah. <laughs> Explain. Uh, but now now I'm like, give me both sides of that cookie. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, I wouldn't touch that. I'd be like, chocolate, nah. Isn't I that funny to... how it's like a complete 180? Like, no, I love chocolate. Yeah. I used to eat it like right down the middle. So I would get a little bit of vanilla and a little bit of chocolate in every bite. And it was perfect. I love those cookies. Yeah, but when you used to eat it down the middle, didn't the sides fall off? <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> eventually, the, eventually sometimes you'd have to take a bite out of the left and then a bite out of the right and then just chew them together, you know? I guess I I wouldn't just be like right down the middle (laughs) and then they just fall and I'm like oh guess it's done (laughs) oh that's such a funny image just like (laughs) (laughs) wow that's hilarious Uh, I do have I do have a cookie memory with you though so a long this is so it's long so ago, but I remember so random. But I do remember we were sitting in grandma and grandpa's. Uh, they had like a sun room, so off of the the living room. Right. So we was, we were sitting in there on the couch, and I I think I was working at Victoria's Secret at the time, and they had some people come in, some people that were doing something, and they had the, these really super expensive cookies, and I think this was like. I want to say it was either like a $30 cookie or something so obnoxious. Wow. And we were abusing it the whole time. And I had one mm-hmm. and it was packaged and it was beautiful looking. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah, it's a $30 cookie. It's definitely not, you know, who cares? Who would pay this much for a cookie? I got it for free. So who cares? Right. And then me and you ate it. And the whole time we were like, it's really good, though. <laughs> we were like, it's really, really good. And you were like, this is a great cookie. I was like, no. I and we were hating all the time and i remember us like literally trying yes you do right it was like a heart-shaped stupid basic cookie yeah and it it was like 30 dollars or something and we were loving it we were like this is this is a damn good cookie yeah Um, (laughs) to the point where i remember this because it was so damn good yeah (laughs) 
It was good. I don't. I still don't think it was worth thirty dollars, but it was good. On it. No, no. But we, we were. When I tell you guys that we were hating on this cookie before we even opened the package, um, we were shitting all over this cookie. And then as soon as we ate it, we 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 were looking at each other and we were like making noises, like "Mm, mm." we didn't want to admit that it was good. We were hating on it for no reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, cookie has no business even now. This is so long ago, but even now being that that expensive. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was crazy. a $20 cookie or 30 but I remember it being an, an obnoxious price. Yeah. Anything more than like 4 or $5 for a cookie, it, even that is really expensive, but that's more normal. $20, $30 for a cookie is insane. The most expensive cookie I'll pay for is um, a macaroon from La Dorie in the city. Okay. <laughs> You can get like a box of them for 30 bucks and there'll be maybe 12 of them in there. And that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But when I tell you the deliciousness of these little tiny effing cookies, I don't know what it is. They're literally like from Paris or something. They're amazing. They're worth driving to the city just to get. Okay. All right. So if any of you guys ever go to New York City, look up Law Durie and go get yourself a macaroon. Okay. They're delicious. Free advertisement here <laughs> for Laudery. I'm more likely to spend a little bit more money on a macaroon, though, because they, at least they are harder to make. They're not like easily done. They take time and effort, and they're yeah. I'm, I'd be that. That makes more sense to me. And you get twelve thing. of them for yeah, thirty bucks. Of them, and here, yeah. here's I don't know if it's still anymore. This was a, year, mm, a couple years ago. True. But um, here's the thing: too. like when Doug used to work in the city, I'd be like. You're not coming home without laudering. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, if I knew that he was working in a specific area that they yeah. had a laudering in, because I think there's like three of them in the city, I was like, "You're bringing those cookies home." And then he would bring them home, but there would be certain ones missing, and I'd be like, mm, "Okay." Uh, <laughs> ate my five dollar cookie. Um, <laughs> but uh, but the the thing is, like, right when you walk in, like this is it, they pride themselves off of their ingredients. So they, they only have like the best ingredients imported from wherever, you know what I mean? Like European right. ingredients. So you know you're getting quality shit for the price. Mm-hmm. Don't give me a cookie that you know isn't quality and be like, yeah, but it's $7 just because. Or yeah. not a cookie that you spent a hell, lot, hell of a lot of time making. Like if it takes you 20 minutes to draw on my cookie, I expect to pay you for that. Yeah, for your labor. Right. And your art. For your art, your artiste. Yes. Artistic talents. Anyway, I love how we don't have snacks, but all we've been talking about art. It's snacks. food. I know. It's making me hungry. It's making me want a freaking <laughs> cookie. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I want that damn cookie again. <laughs> I don't even remember where those cookies were from. It was funny, too, because we were, like, inspecting the package after we ate it. We were like, where is this from? And you're like, I'll never buy it again. But what is it? What's the thing? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I was right. really in the mood for a blueberry muffin oh. over the weekend. So I oh, had all... so funny you just said that. Why? I had a blueberry muffin today. Did you really? For the first time in years. In oh, years. my God. I just was really craving one out of nowhere. I was in bed the other night and I turned to Rob. I was like, do you like blueberry muffins? And he was like, yeah. I was like, I think I'm going to make them tomorrow. I really want one. And Yay. he was like, OK. And I just I had all the ingredients. So I just made them. And what a delight. I've just been eating them all week, pretty much. Nice. For breakfast. How yes. funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Like you sent a subliminal message to me. I haven't had a, a blueberry muffin in years. years. Really? And I you love know blueberry muffins. Not, blueberries are not my favorite. You know that. True. Yeah. I uh, love them though. But I went, I went to the bagel store this morning and I got like half a dozen bagels for the fam and i wasn't really in the mood for a bagel and when i was looking i i seen they had like a whole row of muffins and i was yeah. just like all right she was like is that all and i was like all right no. i'll take a blueberry muffin <laughs> and she's like is that all i was like and a choco croissant <laughs> and then like i ran away i was like get me out of here you can't go places hungry 
Yeah. They literally, they just, as soon as I went up to the register, somebody came out with a whole tray of chocolate croissant, uh, croissants that were freshly oh made. I, I was like, give me that. Yeah, like, it I sounds want one amazing. It was, it was delightful. <laughs> it didn't even make it to the house. Yeah. I ate it in the car. <laughs> so I was like, you got a what? I was like, I had a chocolate croissant. He's like, mm, sounds great. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for thinking of me. <laughs> we weren't supposed to know about it. You weren't supposed to we're supposed to see the empty bag with the chocolate residue inside. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> no regrets. Yeah. <laughs> but that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All now right. that I'm starving and maybe all of you guys are, we're sorry mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Uh, but we'll change the subject. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's let's uh, go to the questions for this week's novel. All right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, so the first question is, do you think, and just as a reminder, this week's novel is Before I Let Go by Kennedy Ryan. Uh, so do you think you react to grief more like Yasmin or more like Josiah? So I think that I'm a little bit of a combination of them both, but I think I lean more towards Yasmin. Usually, initially, I'll be more like Josiah, like I need to focus on, okay, well, what needs to get done? And I'm a very task oriented person, so I'll focus on all of that. But then I'll be sitting in my grief for a longer period of time, like like Yasmin would. So I'm a more introverted person, as you know, and I like to be alone with my grief. And I think that I would probably react more like her and just want to be alone in my own space until I'm able to kind of take the next step in coping. Yeah, I love that you're an introvert and I'm an extrovert because we always have different responses to things, like especially this. Like we have a similar response in the fact that I relate to both of them as well, Mm -hmm. but in a different way. So for me, I'll be Yasmin behind closed doors, Mm -hmm. but in front of everybody else, I'll be Josiah. Mm -hmm. So I'll be, but I'm, I'll be way more supportive than him. I'll be like the support system Mm -hmm. and I'll be putting my my own grief in the background while I'm supporting you. So mm-hmm. I'll sit there and I'll try to make you feel better. I'll crack jokes and try to make you laugh so you're not sad. You know what I mean? But at the yeah. same time, I'm I'm dying inside. Yeah. Okay. You know, so that's me. So I don't know if it's like, because Josiah really wasn't kind of like that. He was kind of brushing it off and pretending it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And that's not really pretending it doesn't exist. That's just trying to help the person. Yeah. Not pretend it doesn't exist, but mm, I'm not sure, I'm not sure the, the, the word I'm looking for, but you get what I, I help mean. them to distract maybe distract maybe. Them a little bit a yeah. little bit yeah uh but that's that's more of what i'm what i'm like um, yeah like i'll definitely i'll be sad by myself crying but as soon as soon as i open the door i won't be crying and i'll be trying to be ha 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 everybody let's have a good time and think of memories you know yeah know. yeah i don't really do a lot of crying in front of people either but i also don't try to go out of my way to be like the support for anyone else so like i'll just like stand by myself <laughs> Just quiet. All right. Well, do you believe that a second chance romance can eventually result in a happily ever after? Or do you think it's doomed to relive the same patterns from the past? All right. Here's my issue with this. I I feel like if you have red flags, you have red flags and the red flags are going to follow you. However, not always the case. Uh, me and Doug broke up. We broke up a couple times. We got back together and we're still, we're married with, you know yeah. what I mean? With a son. Like, so I feel like it, it could happen that it's not necessarily you're doomed. Um, I feel like a lot of the times you actually grow from those type of experiences. So there'll be certain relationships that will suffer where they're, you know, reliving the past, whether it's like a cheat 
eating situation or whatever, maybe someone's always going to be bringing it up. It might follow and haunt you. But in other situations, you know, maybe sometimes some time apart will actually benefit the relationship and help it grow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it depends on the couple and what they've done to grow from the past to make it a healthier future. So two people that separate ways for, or, you know, part ways for whatever the reason, if they don't do any work on themselves and they don't try to fix the things that resulted in the end of their relationship in the first place, if they come back together, then they are probably going to repeat those same patterns. I feel like I was in a situation like that in my 20s where I was with somebody long term. We did break up, I think, two two or three. I think the third time was the final time. And it just every time it would kind of just eventually start to repeat old patterns because we weren't really doing anything to change it, or at least in my opinion, one person wasn't. And so we would fall into those old patterns. But there are people that they learn from the experience and they want to make it work and they do the work on themselves and they put the work into the relationship. And for those people, it absolutely can result in a happily ever after. I actually remember working with somebody, I mean, years ago, I, I was in college at the time and I was working at the bank and she was telling me about her. She was getting ready to go to a wedding. She was a coworker of mine. And it was two people that she had been friends with for a long time. They met in college. They dated for five years, broke up, were broken up for two years, just like in this book, ended up reconnecting a couple of years later at you know, you know a mutual friend's house, ended up getting back together and got married and from what I understand, they've been together ever since. So again, I think it wow. depends on the work that you're putting into yourself and what you're going to put into your relationship that would ultimately make it work or make it fail. Yeah. And because you know what, sometimes you connect, you get together when you're at a younger age, let's say, and then mm -hmm. you break up because you're immature or you haven't you know, grown to your full potential. You haven't learned the life lessons yet or certain thing like that. And then you, you reconnect with that person later. You're a different version of yourself. Yeah. So at least now you've grown as a person. So maybe you're filling in the gaps that weren't there prior. So I think yeah. it does have to do with the, per with individual growth as well mm. as the relationship growth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible <laughs> if you're out there, like, you know, does she still love me? Does he still love me? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would say, though, like, I, I think that there's a lot of people that ends up getting back with their partners just because it's comfortable and they don't like having to go out back into the scary world of dating and all of that. And I don't think that's a good enough reason to stay with somebody. No, if that's a red flag. Happy. Yeah. So don't do that. Yeah. If plus, you're, if you're thinking exactly. of getting back with somebody because right. you're lonely or something like that. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so lonely. Also, if it's somebody, you know, that's like a serial cheat, like cheater. Like this guy, okay, we've all maybe had one of these, but I definitely did. Mm -hmm. You have an ex that's like a serial cheater. This person's cheating. This person has a, a phone in their car that you didn't even know about that has numbers in it. That person does not deserve you. Yeah. You move on and you run. Yeah. That person's going to keep doing that to the next one too. Because there's always like these, um, these women that I see that'll be like, oh, you know, he left her for me and um, mm -hmm. he'll never do that to me. And it's like, but he did that to someone else. Who's to say he won't do he that will. with you? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't trust that. So, yeah. you know, be mindful of that as well. And this is your uh, she's all relationship <laughs> advice today. <laughs> she's all relationship <laughs> advice. <laughs> it happens sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, last question. So at, at what age do you think it's appropriate for a child to utilize? You're so fixated on this to utilize social media 
or become an influencer. I am fixated so on it because Deja. you're so obsessed with Deja being 13 on internet. Because it's crazy to me. First of all, I think it's weird for anybody who is 13 years old to be influencing anyone. I don't care if they're influencing other people their age or not, if they're doing it for younger people. I don't really like the idea of influencers in the first place. I don't like the title and I don't like the concept behind it. But I think 13 is too young for that. I think it's too young for them to be creating their own tutorials and things like that. I think this is something that should be reserved for 16 plus. That's just my opinion. I'm not a parent yet. So maybe I would feel differently once I have kids. I don't know. I think it's weird. I think it's harmful to your child. I think it's harmful to other children. And I just don't like the idea of it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really like I don't I don't think any kid or child should be on the Internet because the Internet is creep central. And when I say creep yeah. central, I mean, it might seem innocent. Oh, she's cute. She's putting barrettes in her hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's creeps watching that. And th- yeah. they don't think like we do. You know what I'm saying? They think like a creep. They're doing creep <laughs> things. And you don't want to think about that for your kid. Yeah. So for me personally, you know, there's a lot of parents out there who literally make up accounts on purpose and exploit their children. They yeah. don't care about. Them. Yeah. Um, they use their children. And I just think that that is the worst you could do because as a parent, you're supposed to be protecting your child and that's not doing that. Uh, yeah. So for me, I don't know. I kind of agree with you. I don't think it's appropriate. I do love the fact that they are monitoring it in mm-hmm. this case where, you know, she can't just post anything without their approval. Um, but it's not her, uh, her videos that I'm concerned with her videos. Of course they're approving, but who's watching it on the other end and, yeah. And what are they doing while they're watching it? That's what would creep me out as a parent. Yeah. I don't like. I, it, I agree with you. It is yeah. hard. To, yeah, it is hard to stop because the internet's everywhere. Yeah. And younger and younger, you see kids with phones plastered to their faces now. All of a sudden, you know. Yeah. Uh, I know a nine-year-old girl who got who is like obsessed with her phone and talks to her friends on text all the time. Yeah. I don't know if I think that's appropriate. It's yeah. Not my business because their mom's business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's uh, my point is they're going younger and young, younger and younger. Mm-hmm. They're exposing, they're being exposed to all this stuff. Yeah. So I feel like it's kind of, you're not cool if you don't do this. So even, you know, you're setting your kid up to, to be the unpopular child. So mm-hmm. I feel like some parents feel like they have to cave to that to make sure that their kids are, you know, I don't know. I'm going to shelter the shit out of my kid. Mm. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, it's like a fine line. You have to walk because you don't want to be in a situation where they're doing it behind your back, but you also don't want to support it at the same time. And it's like, how do you right. toe that line? But I, I don't necessarily have a problem with young people having access to phones and stuff like that. I just think it depends on what they're using it for and how like often they're using it. So I don't know. I, it's like a really hard question to answer in this world where the technology is such an integral part of everyday life. I don't know. I, I just don't like it. <laughs> I just don't like it. I know. I don't like it either. Listen, I used to work with a woman and same age group around 13. Uh, her daughter had a phone and she was in a group chat with a bunch of girls. And one girl was being a bully and sent mm. out a video of another girl giving a BJ to oh somebody God. at 13 uh, at 13 and mm. they sent it to the group so everybody could see and say oh what she's a BJ you know whatever wow. first of all uh that's disturbing to me that that was even videoed 
Yeah. Now all these girls are exposed to that. So you mm-hmm. are giving them another layer of exposure. And I do remember uh, the the employee that I worked with, my coworker, I remember her saying she would check her history every night when she was sleeping. And I was like, that sounds exhausting. Yeah. You know, like, just don't give her internet access. Wouldn't that be Yeah. Easier? That's the thing is, I, I mean, I don't know exactly how they work. Again, I'm not a parent, so I have no use for this feature, but I know that there are parental features on a lot of the different platforms now. So yeah. I imagine that you can utilize that to your benefit and then just hope that they're not able to figure out how to get around it or, or whatever. But yeah, I, I feel like you would have to put some type of parental control in place, especially 13 or younger. They shouldn't have access to everything that apparently the World Wide Web has to offer. Yeah, <laughs> just, apparently don't it. it doesn't even... <laughs> Apparently, it doesn't even matter because she was getting group chat mm. videos anyway. True. Um, and then this is the last thing that I'll say. Right now, there's like, you know, this uh, a controversy, I should say, going on about schools and they're banning type of, types of books and things of that nature. Um, and people are getting mad about it. But the same people aren't mad that they're blocking these things from being seen in the Internet. Yeah. You know, you don't want your kid watching a certain level of something. There shouldn't be books, in my opinion, that have that material in it either at school because then what's the point of blocking the internet so Hmm. you know i don't know just saying i mean i'll never support banning books but i do think that there's age restrictions on all types of media and that they're there for a reason and it's ultimately the parent's decision when they want to expose their child to you know certain things but well what i what i meant is not banning like catcher in the rye or like a wrinkle in time i'm saying like they were banning books that had like pornographic images right like there's no reason why a six a six-year-old should be exposed to a book that has pornographic images in it Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know enough information about it it was it like an educational thing or no it it was a it was basically a book that shows them about the things we were just mentioning that were in that video from the bully like how to do it things like that like educational about sex i guess but to a a six-year-old it was a first grade class Interesting. Okay. Uh, I just don't find that appropriate as a parent. No, I don't understand why that would (laughs) even be in that grade level at all. Exactly. But okay. Thank you. Yeah, I found it disturbing. I found it like grooming Mm -hmm. style. You know what I'm saying? And I just, uh, so I agree with banning that from that classroom. I don't understand why that was in that classroom. That shouldn't even be up for debate. Yeah. But that's another issue. Hmm. Interesting. All right. All Sorry, right. we yeah, went from that's, snacks that's to dark topic, real but... fast. Yeah. Um, so let's bring it back. <laughs> yeah, let's bring let's bring it back up with our rapid fire. <laughs> yeah. Things you shouldn't say to your Valentine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Jess is going to set Damn. two minutes on the clock, and we're going to have to come up with as many things we should not say to our Valentines in those two minutes as we can think of. I don't know. Right. Things... Wait, is this a new Valentine? Like, did we just meet this Valentine or is this like an already existing Valentine? Because I think it changes things. Oh, I don't know. Does it change it that much? It does. Because if I just met this Valentine and I'm like, let me see your dick. um, That's weird. But if I just if I know this person for 15 years, it's all right. I don't know. I just want to know before I start yelling shit out. All right. That's a fair point. I guess if it's (laughs) if it's specific to a new Valentine or an old Valentine, then just specify that in what we're saying. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, I think we can do either one. (laughs) What's that weird thing on your dick? New. Yes, that's how you should do it. it. Don't mind us. Don't mind us. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. 
All right, I'm starting the clock. Okay. And go. No, I'm right. confused. I know. You look really fat in that dress. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't, talks. Eat that. don't eat that because I heard people choke on that and I'm really not in the mood to like try to save you. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. This one's for a new Valentine. Do you always look like that? Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. New Valentine, blind date Valentine. You should have really posted your picture. I'm not coming. <laughs> I'm not coming. Actually, <laughs> I mean, at least they gave him a heads up and didn't just stand them up. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Or just don't answer your door. Just hide. Like I do when people buy that. I don't know. Yeah. You can just hide and roll around. Until they Giddy leave. up, All cowboy. Right. I feel like that's just for any level. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> uh, things you shouldn't say. All right. Old Valentine. Do you remember our first Valentine's Day? I loved you more then. Oh, my God. <laughs> Savage. Yeah. Can I hang a picture of you at work? This is to a new Valentine. Mm. New Valentine. So, uh, you know, I'm glad that we finally met. I just wanted to show you that I got a pedicure and your face is on my tongue. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> any level, any level Valentine. <laughs> if I come over and see you and Doug's face is painted on your toenails, I'm be very disturbed. I think he would be too. <laughs> Wait, what's the level of artistry for my nail tech? I'd love to know. Uh, Test it out. I don't know. <laughs> it's quality. Do you want to get dessert? I don't think you should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. It applies to anyone. Do you really want to Time's eat that? Up. Okay. Time's up. Um, now, I have to say, interject a story because I wanted to mm -hmm. say this, but I couldn't say it without the story. Okay. Uh, so apparently, a guy learned this on X. A guy uh, offered to take his girlfriend out, not for, I don't know if it was Valentine's. I think it was her birthday. Yeah, it was a birthday dinner. He's like, let me take you out for your birthday. We'll go to somewhere really nice. They have to meet there because she's meeting him. He's coming after work or whatever the case may be. They meet at the restaurant. She brings 18 of her friends. What? Now, number one. Number um, one, who has 18 friends? Thank you. No, that's the that's first not, thing. <laughs> have 18 friends you just be inviting people to the street yeah. secondly uh she gets angry with him that he won't pay for all 18 of his wow. friends okay thirdly you got balls doing something like that to your boyfriend that is the most messed up thing i could ever think of and she's like well it's my birthday dinner he's like yeah but he offered to take you to dinner yeah. he didn't offer to pay for 18 friends secondly like where are these people coming from these 18 I friends like i don't know how long have they been dating at this point? That's number one. Number I two. I don't know that detail. Yeah. Did he stay? Because I would have just been like, oh, well, enjoy your birthday dinner with your friends. I'm going to peace out. I'll talk to you later. He stayed and they all ordered. Uh, I want to say that mm. they got there first and they all ordered before he could get there. So I think she was trying to get over. She I'd sounds like a bitch. Out. Yeah, I don't walked out. Uh, but I'm pretty sure in the end, he does not pay for all of them, which good he for shouldn't. him. He should not. First of all, that has to be so freaking expensive. Could he even afford to pay that? Like, no, they were <laughs> drinking and everything. Yeah, that's it was probably insane. like her 21st birthday or something. Mm. It was really messed up. It was really messed up to the point where I was like, bro, drop her. She's mm. got 18 friends. She'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Run away and find a real woman because a real woman wouldn't do that to a man she loves. So yeah. I just thought that was fucked up. Yeah. Wanted to share. Also, that's something I would have been like, hey, thanks for meeting me for dinner. Here's my 18 friends. But if I would have said that, you would have been like, what? I mean, it still would have been nice. funny. 
it's better with the context. Yeah. 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 So anyway, the, what's the moral? Don't do that. Okay. Do not do that. Don't do that. For sure. Don't do that. <laughs> word of the day. It's that time. All right. So the word of the day is also a movie starring Cher, which we like. The musical. <laughs> and it's called Burlesque. B-U-R-L-E-S-U-U-E. Which musical number do you want to hear? You're, you're telling me you know them all? Which one do you want to hear? All right. Which number do you want to see? I know every single one of them. You know every single number. Which one do you want to see? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's pronounced burlesque. And it does. It screams lesque. It's a noun. It means a satir satire. Wow. Satirically? Hmm, we always do this. A satirically. <laughs> Humorous. It's, sat- it's satirically. <laughs> Whatever. Humorous imitation or mocking interpretation of a well-known work, person, or institution. If you haven't seen the movie Burlesque, I'm sure you've heard of Burlesque. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's basically what it means. An example would be the Life in Hell comic strip was an irreverent burlesque of parents, school, and the working world. Hmm. I don't know what the hell that is, but okay. This book was a burlesque of a caring emotional relationship. Okay. Does that work? All right. I feel like, yeah, that works. Okay. I feel like if Yasmin would have taken Hendrix up on her offer to go <laughs> and potty afterwards, they could have p- perhaps seen some kind of a burlesque at the strip yeah. show. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's all. Yeah, that would have been funny if they did, actually. <laughs> uh, if you've seen Magic Mike, and if you haven't, because, you know, that's not your thing, just know that everybody pretty much seen it for Channing Tatum, and that was it. It definitely wasn't for the story. By the way, <laughs> Dana texted me yesterday and she said that she watched She's the Man with her daughters. Her daughter's nine. And Okay, I thought it was the first time she was watching it. I was like, what? No, and her daughter said that she does not think that Channing Tatum is cute at all. And Dana was like, should I go have my child checked out? <laughs> is there something wrong? Right. First of all, that was the movie I fell in love with him in. Yeah, that's the movie everyone um, fell in love with him in. <laughs> Yeah, uh, maybe she's just too young. Maybe. To understands. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, all right. But well, I love that movie. Uh, me too. That movie is freaking hilarious. And I think about it all the time. Chew like you have a secret. Viola, darling. Huh. Remember, chew like you have a secret. I think about it daily. I'm Viola. Okay. <laughs> I-, I love Gouda. All right. Uh, <laughs> Gouda's my favorite. All right. Well, <laughs> What's your favorite cheese? Mine's Gouda. That's what she said. I know. I love it. Ask me if I like cheese. Um, okay. Do you like cheese? Well, why, yes, I do. My favorite's Gouda. Uh, all right, here's some trivia about also, the word burlesque. It's so unbelievable, and that would never happen. It makes That's no cool. sense. People look at her dressed like a boy and genuinely think that it's really her brother. And I'm like, in what universe? They don't look anything alike. They look nothing alike. Here's okay. some trivia about the word 
Burlesque. Burlesque, (laughs) derived from an Italian word meaning mockery, is a variety show that incorporates comedy, parody, and risque acts. In the mid-1800s, it began to include forms of striptease. Major stars such as Fanny Bryce got their start in burlesque shows before going on to fame and fortune on Broadway. Interesting. It is interesting. Also, every time I hear the word Broadway, I think of how they dub in things on like TV shows and stuff and how they did that with uh, The Walking Dead, remember? No. Oh, they did it with the governor guy from The Walking Dead. He's like, you're going to be on Broadway. (laughs) And that's how they do it on Broadway. Okay. It's, funny. <laughs> it's so funny and then and then they they uh do like a song i don't know it's ridiculous okay. i really love that when they do that those uh that they dub over the voices and they you know it's yeah. pretty funny okay <laughs> all right sorry that's all right all right well speaking of dubbing in let's go to our speech <laughs> series so as you guys know we like to enhance our speech as well as yours so for today Instead of saying in nobody's debt, instead we're going to say beholden to no one. Mm. So I, I'm trying to think of a character, but I can't. Name a character for me. Bugs Bunny. All right. Bugs Bunny told Elmer Fudd, I ain't in nobody's debt. Doesn't sound like Bugs Bunny, but just go <laughs> so with like it. And instead, okay. instead he could say, I, Bugs Bunny, am beholden to no one, Mr. Elmer okay. Fudd. And it just sounds better. Yeah, but because he sounds so damn proper afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now he sounds enhanced. He sounds polished. He sounds like a good bunny. Proper. Well, he went from bunny to rabbit. Yeah, there you go. Hmm. I no longer go by bugs. Because <laughs> now of my new speech series, I bug no one. <laughs> they, they call me Bunny. Bugs Bunny. Hey, Bugs Bunny, I haven't seen you. No, no, no. It's Mr. Rabbit now. Oh, sorry. I've been listening to She's All Booked and my vocabulary is much more excelled. All right. You're welcome, Bugs Bunny. Oh, so you're not running from the hunter anymore? No, no, no. He still chases me. <laughs> still chases me. All right. Also, Elmer the Fudd. Not a fan of him. Not a fan. Isn't it just Elmer Fudd? No, but we're going to call him Elmer the Fudd. Elmer the Fudd? <laughs> we do that all the time. Bring the pucks. True. I mean, come on. Tommy the Heels. Tommy You're right. Heels. You're right. That's a good point. Elmer, Elmer, Elmer the Fudd. Fudd. <laughs> all right. It could have been Bugs the Bunny, but yeah. th- that actually would also work. All right. Whatever. Yeah. We're going off it the would. rails again. Yes. All right. Uh, it reminds me this one of like one of those old westerns, right? Instead of being like, I'm in no, you need to pay me your money. I, I'm in nobody's debt. And like, you need to pay me those funds. No, because I'm beholden to no one. Right? It just sounds more badass. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you have to have to have a cowboy hat on when you're saying this. Yeah. <laughs> and stand in front of, of a saloon with your <laughs> hand on your hip and your other hand on your gun. I don't know. All right, I'm done. To I'm me, done. it sounds more like Jane Austen. I am beholden okay. to no one. It's so different from my experience. I know. In my head, <laughs> in my head I had like Wyatt Earp spitting on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Annie Oakley. And she's like, 
I'm beholden to no one. Right. I feel like they don't talk. They don't talk proper like that. Like you northern folks. Is that what? bad? What? <laughs> like you northern folks. Like yeah. you Yankees. Yeah, you Yankees coming in here be saying beholden to no one. I ain't in nobody's debt. <laughs> I ain't beholden my dick. All right. <laughs> So unnecessary. We go off the rails all the time. <laughs> what's what's sad so... is that we share this with people. <laughs> so sorry, but Accurate. not really. Accurate. It is who we be. All right. <laughs> um, let's go to our review. <laughs> all right. What did the people think about this book? What did they think? Uh, Alex, what's your one star review? All right. So I have a one star review. I think we actually both chose this one. <laughs> Initially, yeah. <laughs> initially yeah so this person said well i just want to preface this by saying that i agreed with a lot of points that this person made and it's very long so i won't read the whole thing but i will read the highlights the first thing they said was i wanted to like this book at first i was hesitant to pick it up because colleen hoover was on the blurb i thought there was no way i could like a book being praised by her and i was right i should have just went with my gut i would have saved my time and honestly, that's fair. That's really fair. Yeah, really. So then she says that the premise of this book sounded good. It had a lot of potential if it had just been shortened, actually showed us the scenes of their marriage when it was good and made me actually believe it was worthy of a second shot. The entire time you're hearing how good their relationship was and how they were this it couple. And I'm just like, where? How am I supposed to feel for two characters? And root for their relationship when I don't see it. It was honestly the biggest problem I have with this book, which is fair because we both thought the same thing. Yes. She said at times it felt like their relationship was just based on a physical thing. We went off on this in the Tuesday episode. And basically, she also talks about how it was very rushed towards the end. There's the only one scene of them where they had an emotional conversation and connection. Everything else was just sex. And she said, I genuinely don't believe Josiah wanted Jazz oh, Yasmin. I keep doing that because <laughs> of the J in his name. <laughs> anyway, I think he just wanted the convenience of them being together slash sex. She goes on to say that she did like the talk about therapy and grief, but hated how Yasmin basically took the blame for everything in the end. The last thing she said was the longer it dragged on, the less I rooted for them. Honestly, I just wanted the book to end so badly. I didn't even care about their reconciliation anymore. Just make it stop. <laughs> And honestly, I agree with so much of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I agree, too. And you know what? It goes into the one I have, too. It, so I had that one. That's why I really I liked that one, too, because it just hit so many of the points that we made. Right. Uh, especially with the Colleen Hoover. We should have known. I know. <laughs> but... but I have one that says uh, this book is missing something. The daughter is very annoying. And based off Yasmin and Josiah feeling, it doesn't make sense. Wait, based off of their feelings, it doesn't make any sense why they got a divorce in the first place. Yes. Thank you. That's what I was trying to understand myself. <laughs> um, so I agree. I agree with you. One star person. Um, also, while I was looking through the reviews of the five stars, did you notice that uh, Kennedy Ryan's was there? Yes, I did. And I hate when authors do that. I know. It bothers me, but whatever. That's fine. Is it's it fine? Is it fine? It's fine. You do you. Boo, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. What's your five star? 
All right, for my five star, this person said, Before I Let Go is one of the most beautiful books I've ever read, full of lush, poetic prose, side by side with some excellent humor. Hendrix, I'm looking at you. That reminded me of you. <laughs> and sewn throughout the whole book is the ever-present thread that love can always overcome. I love this book so much. It's one of those I would love to be able to read again for the first time. It does deal with some heavy themes. Grief and depression are strong in this book, but it is handled with the utmost care and grace. Um, and then later on, she says the characters were beautifully developed and so easy to relate to. The story flowed so effortless, effortlessly. Oh God, it's happening again. <laughs> effortlessly that I found myself losing track of time as I read. And even though I've never lived this exact experience, I found myself able to visualize it and relate perfectly. My favorite book of 2022. I just don't agree. I don't know. Yeah, I disagree as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was so many five stars. It's ridiculous. So we're in we're in the minority here because people really enjoyed this book. And I think it's just a matter of the genre and the mood you're in when you're reading books, to be honest. So I don't know. This has an average of 4.38 on Goodreads. And I just don't get why. But that's just me. Well, um, it was hard to find one that was short because all of them were like super lengthy. So, but I did find this one and it's a, it's a five star. It says, this was a hard read for me because it hit very close to home, but God, was this good. Kennedy wrote another home run for me. So this person really just resonated with it. And I feel like mm. that just goes with the idea of, you know, it, different strokes for different folks. Yeah. This, you know, she just felt something. It reminded her of something in herself. And I, I understand that. I've had books do that to me too. So. Right. It's just, you know, mm -hmm. I get it. Yeah. It's, it, you know. Just not a five star read for me. Yeah. But but here's our back flaps. You already know how we feel. If you don't, go listen to our episode on Tuesday um, and enjoy the title. Alex almost made me choke on toast with that title. And <laughs> I almost choked on dick. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Sorry to my, my aunt and uncle. So uh, here's our back flaps. So the first one we got here is before I let go is a cup about a couple who asks themselves, hey, before I let go, uh, can I get some more of that? Jess and Alex. So accurate. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. Thumbs up the whole book, though. Yeah. <laughs> before I let go, can I get another LaCroix for the road? Just an Alex. <laughs> but mostly Alex. Mostly Alex. <laughs> uh, mental health is important. Don't be like Josiah. Go to therapy. And then read before I let go. Jess and Alex. <laughs> These characters are complex, realistic, and weirdly horny. Jess and Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, before I let go. Uh, why do I have to always read these ones? It's hilarious. Before I let go. Can I get some more of that dick? <laughs> Jess and Alex. Before I let go, here's your size 13s back. <laughs> Jess and Alex. <laughs> oh, man. And finally, before I let go, let me not go. <laughs> Jess and Alex. Uh, so there you have it. There. <laughs> 
that's what we would have put on the yep. back flap of this book. Yes, one of those would have been there from Jess and Alex. So yeah, can you picture it? <laughs> I can. <laughs> Me too. All right, so we're bringing back our own lyrical lyrics because we had something else planned that would have been a lot of fun, but we're lazy, and by we, I mean I. So just being real. Um, so we're going to bring that next week, maybe. Um, so I don't want to even spoil what the name is or anything about it. So for now, we're going to go to our own lyrical lyrics because we love music. We love reading them dramatically to you guys, and we hope you love it too. So um, today, this song comes from Alex's mind. It has nothing to do with the book. Um, we don't care. <laughs> um, but it is Eminem, Square Dance, which is a great song. Square Dance. Yeah, it's a great song. Has nothing to do with Second Chance <laughs> Romance. Uh, <laughs> maybe it does, though. We, maybe we can make maybe, it. Maybe. I, I don't know. But I hope <laughs> you enjoy. Um, and we're going to try to make it as fun for you as we can. Uh, there is a lot of interesting material here so let's get let's get to it alex you want to start for us sure you want to go verse by verse or or line, you want to line do. by line or two lines two lines is good let's all right People! Oh! Oh. it feels so good to be back jesus christ <laughs> la la ladies and gent g gentlemen gentlemen and Introduce, do do sing the new, new and improved proved you, you know who, who chicka, 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 never been the top to bend or budge the wrong button to push. No friend of Bush. I'm the centerpiece. You're Maltese. I'm a pit bull off his leash. All this peace talk can cease. All these people I had to leave in limbo. I'm back now. I've come to release this info. I'll be brief. And let me just keep shit simple. Can a bitch don't want no beef with Slim? No! Not even on my radar. So won't you please jump off my dick? Lay off and stay off. And follow me as I put these crayons to chaos. From seance to seance. Oh, 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 oh. Come on now. Let's all get on down. Do, see, do now. We gonna have a good old time. Don't be scared. Cause there ain't nothing to worry about. Let your hair down and square dance with me. Come on now, let's all get on down. Do, see do now. We're going have a good old time. Don't be scared, because there ain't nothing to worry about. Let your hair down and square dance with me. Yeah, let your hair down to the track. Yeah, kick on back. Boo. <laughs> The boogie monster of rap, yeah? The man's back with a plan to ambush this Bush ministration. Mush the Senate's face and push this generation of kids to stand and fight for the right to say something. Uh, you might not like. <laughs> this white hot light that I'm under 
No wonder I look so sunburnt. Oh, no. I won't leave no stone unturned. Oh, no. I won't leave. Won't go nowhere. <laughs> do see do Oh, yo. Ho. Hello there. Oh, yeah. Don't think I won't go there. Go to Beirut and do a show there. <laughs> yeah, you laugh to your motherfucking ass gets drafted. <laughs> While you're at band camp thinking that crap can't happen, till you fuck around, get an anthrax napkin. Inside a package wrapped in saran wrap wrapping, open the plastic, and then you'd be stand back gasping. <laughs> Fucking assassins hijacking Amtrak's crashing. All this terror. America demands action. Next thing you know, you got Uncle Sam's ass asking to join the army or what you'll do for their navy. You just got a baby. Recruiting. Getting that. Yeah, what? <laughs> you just got. You just. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you just a baby getting recruited at 18. You're on a plane now eating a food and a baked beans. I'm 28. They gonna take you for the take me. Crazy insane or insane crazy. Am I right? Well, when I say Hussein, you say shady. <laughs> My views ain't changed. Still inhumane. Wait. Arraigned two days late. The date's today. Hang me. Come on now. Let's all get on down. Do see. Do now. We gonna have a good old time. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Cause there ain't nothing to worry about. <laughs> that changes Let your head down and square dance with me. Come on now. Let's all get on down. Do see. Do now. We gonna have a good old all time. Don't be scared. There ain't nothing to worry about. Let your hair down and square dance with me. Nothing moves me more than a groove that soothes me. Nothing soothes me more than a groove that boosts me. Nothing boosts me more or shoots me beautifully. There's nothing you can do to me. Stab me, shoot me! Woohoo! Psychotic hypnotic product! I got the antibiotic! <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody hotter and show on and yada yada. God, I talk a lot of him de la 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 la. <laughs> Oochie walla walla. Um, da 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 Bunch of gotta gotta. Keep moving. There's more music to make. <laughs> Keep making new shit. Produce hits to break. The mono Tony. <laughs> What's gotten into me? <laughs> I know it's monotony. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> Drugs, rock, and Hennessy. Thug like I'm Pac on my enemies. On your knees, got you under siege. Somebody you would give a lung to be. Hungary, like a fucking younger me. Fuck the fee, I can get you jumped for fray. Yeah, buddy, laugh. It's funny. 
I have the money. <laughs> this to be his worst words ever. <laughs> to have you killed by somebody who has nothing. I'm past bluffing. Hash the KY. <laughs> Let's get ready for some intense, serious ass fucking. <laughs> Sorry, Mom and Dad. <laughs> Come on now. Let's all get on down. Do, see, do, now. We got have a good old time. Don't be scared. Because ain't nothing to worry about. Let your hair down and come square dance with me. Come on now. Let's all get on down. Do, see, do, now. We gonna have a good old time. Don't be scared. Because there ain't nothing to worry about. Let your hair down and come square dance with me. And you know what? Dr. Dre wants a square dance with me. Nasty Nas wants a square dance with me. X to the Z wants a square dance with me. Buster Rhymes wants a square dance with me. Can a bitch wants, won't square dance with me. Can a bitch won't square dance with me. And can the bitch don't want no parts of me. Dirty Dozen wants to square dance with you. Yeehaw! That is the most unhinged lyrics of all time. <laughs> I, I don't understand how we used to listen to that and be like, he's so good. He's just so good. Because these lyrics are not great. Um, I mean, they're hilarious for this purpose. Uh, and I do think he's an excellent lyricist and all the yada yada stuff. But this isn't his best work. <laughs> I still think it's amazing. <laughs> Oh my god. So there you have it. Um, does it relate to the book? It doesn't. Um, do we care? Not really. So we hope that you are entertained. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you were here? <laughs> All right. Oh man, introduce our game, Alex. All right, so we're gonna play our game now, and it's called Plot Twist Asshole. So we're going to each write our own rom-com with a twist. So we'll each give the other person five words that they have to include in their story. And the other person can interrupt once with a plot twist in the story. Are you ready for this? Yes. Y'all ready for this? Spirit fingers. Oh, spirit fingers. Spirit fingers. So I think you went first last time. You want me to go first this time? Sure. To keep it fair. Sure. What are my five words? All right. A claw clip. Yeah. A shag rug. Okay. A black hole. Okay. An unlit candle. Okay. And a Persian cat. Okay. So this is going to be a rom-com with a twist. In the spirit of Valentine's Day... There is 
there are two co-workers. They always kind of have a thing for each other. Uh, they're always kind of flirting and, you know, kind of they want to be together, but, you know, they never really make a move. Uh, so Chuck, that's the guy's name. Name. Uh, <laughs> Chuck and her name is uh, Benedetta. So Chuck and Benedetta. <laughs> Benedetta. I don't know. Chuck and Benedetta. One day, you know, they're working late, and Chuck's like, "Hey, you're here late," and she's like, "Yeah," because she can't really speak around him, you know. Okay. Um, and he's like asking her all these questions, and she's like, "Oh no, I hope my hair doesn't feel bad." So she's like trying to put a claw clip in her hair, and she's trying to make herself look decent. And he comes over, and he's like, "Hey, you know, um, Valentine's Day is tomorrow, and if you don't have any plans," and she's like, "I don't." How many plans? And he's like, all right, well, um, that's cool because I'd love to take you to this hot new restaurant um, that I heard about. And it's not far from here. Do you want to meet in front of, of work tomorrow? Uh, after work, we'll go to the restaurant. And she's like, yeah, sure. So they do that. Um, they meet in front of um, of the place and they walk two blocks down to this hot new restaurant called Shag Rug. <laughs> and they go inside Shag rug and what do you know there's shag rugs everywhere and they're filthy because people yeah, drop sounds, food all the time it's really, really nasty. gross <laughs> um but it's very comfortable you know to walk on mm. <laughs> it's very comfortable to walk on so they're sitting at their um their table they get seated right away because it's not really you know it's supposed to be this popular new place but they got this fixed menu and you know how we feel about that mm -hmm. so they sit down and immediately they're upset they're perturbed because they're like why is there a candle in the middle of this table and it's unlit you know, that's ridiculous. So he's like, let me light it. Mm -hmm. And just when he's about to light it, somebody, the waiter in the back is like, don't do it. Don't light it. And he's like, what is this guy high? So he just lights it anyway. And boom, they get sucked into a black hole. <laughs> and he's okay. like, well, I should have listened, you know, <laughs> to that guy. Um, and, you know, and of course it's ha 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 funny, even though it's kind of like a scary situation because it's a rom-com, you know, it's funny. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, so they get sucked into this this black hole, and then all of a sudden they're in this parallel universe. They're still in this shag rug restaurant, but instead of it being shag rugs that they're walking on, they're walking all over Persian cats. Mm -hmm. And they're like really Boy. feeling bad for these cats. I know. So they they leave the restaurant real fast. They never get to eat, they're starving. Okay. They're running around. They don't know what to do. They're freaking out. They want to get back to their world, um, but they never do, and it just ends. Uh, what? First of all, plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> plot twist. Chuck's wife shows up. Boom, boom, boom. No, 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 yes. no. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. That's my, that's right, my plot so, um, twist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. I'll tell you the real ending. All right. So they're they're looking around. They end up like really they, you know, they do make out. They have good time in this cave that they find. They don't know how to get back home. She's upset, but they're like, hey, at least we have each other. They make a fire. They fall asleep by the fire. And boom, she wakes up at her desk because this never really happens. Okay. And it's the same night from when he supposedly asked her to go out to dinner. But he never did because this never happened. But this experience made her step up to the plate and ask him if he wants to hang out for Valentine's Day the next day. And he's like, nah, because I'm married. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, shucks. And the movie's called Aw oh, Shucks. Aw oh, Shucks. And it's called, Shag instead Rock. of Aw oh, Shucks, it's called Aw oh, Chucks. Because the name is Chuck. Aw oh, Chucks. Son. I like that. <laughs> oh my god all right well there you have it i was i was really wondering where you were going with this because i was like if you're gonna name the restaurant one of the things why not name it black hole that means there's really gonna have to be a black hole and then it showed up and no, i was so no, excited as, <laughs> no as soon as you said black hole i was like well they're definitely getting sucked in one um 
<laughs> and the unlit candle. I was like, they have to be at a restaurant, obviously, to get sucked into the hole. I feel like there's so many plots. So that's how my like, mind works. If you could open up a black hole by lighting a candle, then why don't they just not have the candles there? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right. I wasn't going for a five star here. Fine. Fine. <laughs> it's a rom-com. It's not supposed to be an Oscar winner. All right. I give it a 3.75. <laughs> hey, thanks. Just kidding. Thanks. Just messing thanks. with you. I loved it. And I would watch that. Uh. <laughs> I would both watch it and read it depending on if it was a book or a movie. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Here's your five phrases or words. Okay. All right. You get uh, a rainbow roller coaster, a shark leg. <laughs> Sharks don't have legs. That's your, that's your problem. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Um, a copy of Jada Pinkett's book. <laughs> no. <laughs> Emma Roberts. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Shaq's left sneaker. Okay. Okay. All right. So this romantic comedy opens up with our two main characters, Emma Roberts playing the role of Jana. <laughs> I don't know why. And a shark leg playing the role of Sharky. And this is their love story. So Emma Roberts works at an amusement park. She hates it there. She doesn't understand the hype. Everybody's always coming to go on this rainbow roller coaster. She's like, I don't know. It seems kind of boring. One day she is helping the people in the line and Sharky shows up and she's like, wow, that's a very distinctive individual right there. You kind of look like a shark leg. And he is very interested in this. He's like, you know, people always give me weird looks, but nobody ever actually says anything to me about the fact that I am a shark leg. And she looks down, she's like, wow, you have a really big foot. What size are you? And he's like, oh, funny you should ask. It's a size 22, my one foot. And I actually was donated this shoe because it's such an unusual size from Shaq. It's actually his left sneaker. I can only have the left ones. And she's like, wow, this is really fascinating. Almost as fascinating as Jada Pinkett Smith's book. Do you want to read it together on this roller coaster? No. <laughs> so they she just abandons her job duty. She's like some other person could figure it out. They get on the roller coaster together, just them, and they open up Jada Pinkett's book and they're laughing and they're enjoying it and they're going loop-de-loops on the rainbow roller coaster. And that's it. They just fall madly in love. And Emma Roberts is like, I no longer hate my job because this is where I found the love of my life, Sharky. A year from now in the epilogue, they're getting married. They're going to have some type of shark leg Emma Roberts hybrid child. And Jada Pinkett Smith is going to be their officiant. And this story is called <laughs> Sharky and Sharky and the, I don't know. Sharkmance? <laughs> no, uh, Sharky and, what did I name her? I can't, I can't remember what I named her. Jana, 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 right. Sharky and Jana, a roller coaster of love. Oh, God. <laughs> so that really, really went a, a total different way than I thought it would because I'm like, Shark Lake, you know, you could be creative with that. You could say, hey, you know, she met some guy that had like a shark 
tattooed on his leg or something. Mm -hmm. But no, you went all shark legged out. He is a shark shark leg leg man. Um, (laughs) Yes. <laughs> what woman would be like there he is <laughs> man I you know me jen has just been so fed up with life she just sees the same kind of ordinary people day in and day out this is the most unique person she's ever met and she just couldn't turn away yeah but if you saw a leg just jumping back out because it can't walk it just pops <laughs> Shockling. Your first impression would be to run and hide because it would be scary. But no, not Emma Roberts, not Jana. She's like, oh, yes, that's it. I've been. She's she's found the one. Let's celebrate her one true love. Honestly, at first I was going to have them going to dinner and eating shark leg because I was like, what the fuck even is a shark leg? And then I was like, nah, I can't. That's too too conventional. No, no, no. Taking it to the whole point where the man himself is a shark leg is just a level I never knew existed. And I'm thankful for letting me explore and experience that. Because I'm trying to, the whole time I'm picturing Emma Roberts on a roller coaster in like the front row with, with a shark, shark leg man. And he, he, I don't know if he had it in your vision, but he had a hat. <laughs> he actually, I didn't say this, but in my vision, he did have a baseball cap on. I don't know why, but he did. <laughs> Oh man! And Shaq's left shoe. I would read and watch that because that's like Sharknado, but it's a romance. Yeah, I can't. Um, Also, I could see Emma Roberts in that. I was just gonna say that. I feel like this is a movie Emma Roberts would really make, and I'd probably love it. Yeah, that's the only movie that I would willingly be like, all right, well, Emma Roberts is in it, but I need to watch Shark Leg, the man, because that's what happens here. I actually so, do. Was- there, is, there is one movie that she's in that I actually really love, and it's called The Holiday, and it's a really cute holiday romance. I mean, she's not a good actress, but it's a really cute movie. And the male protagonist is quite attractive. And he's Australian. Wait, which which movie? Because I I was being spoken to by Douglas. Oh, how dare he! It's called The Holiday. Oh, oh, yeah. a holiday. I think I seen that. Did I not? You might have. It's cute. I think I told you I liked it, and you were like, "Emma Roberts is." I that's <laughs> that probably again. that probably did Emma happen. <laughs> and then I watched it, and I was like, "Actually, this is pretty fucking good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I did watch it. and It was cute. Yeah. Um, it was on Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely seen it. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. All right. So please keep an ear out and an eye out for these <laughs> this, stories. This, this Valentine's Day, go to your local theater val- and see what uh, all, all Chucks or <laughs> all Sharky, Chucks. Sharky and Jana a roller coaster of love. <laughs> yep. Definitely pay full price <laughs> to see those. <laughs> It's Valentine's Day with your Valentine. Going back to our um our rapid fire things you don't say to a Valentine. Let's go see those. Yes. Um, or Although, you do. These these would be excellent candidates for gallant for Valentine's Day. Yes. No. Me and Alex would absolutely love either of these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we would appreciate Alex's movie the most because watching <laughs> a shark like man run, run around is just, <laughs> sounds like the highlight. So. <laughs> Um, just to see him hopping about with Shaq's randomly like ha- the giant foot that he's got apparently he's a giant um, foot slice 22 and just <laughs> <laughs> I, love I love that 
All right. Well, that was that was hilarious. All right. Well, let's hear from Doug. What does he have to say? Hey, what do you have to say, Doug? Hey, 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 Doug. Give us a rom com of your own. Maybe, maybe I can just make him do it. Okay, that would we'll be see. cute. Yeah, we'll see. He's gonna be like, "Bitch, I do what I want." <laughs> All right. <laughs> and now a healthy chug of Doug. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, I, my ship has been taken over, you know, like Captain Phillips. I have these pirates taking over my show right now, my two minutes. Look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. I have to come up with a rom-com. There will be th- words your thrown segment, at me. Your segment, not my, your show. It's guy. my show. People come to listen to me, all right, lady? Okay. All right, go on with the, the questions here. All right, so Plot Twist Asshole is returning for Doug. And uh, if you didn't hear it before, Plot Twist Asshole is basically just uh, Doug's going to tell a rom-com. I'm going to throw five keywords at him that he has to mention in his story. And then I'm going to throw a plot twist at him. So you ready for this, Doug? No, but let's do it. All right. All right. So your five keywords are going to be a rake. A rake, huh? What's his name in the Ghostbusters? The marshmallow guy. State Puff Marshmallow Man? State, State Puff you. Marshmallow you don't Man. Have to write, yeah, well, technically you do have to write down because yeah, I will forget. I do. Uh, text message from Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. I didn't say it was going to be easy. Nah. Text message from Lou Ferrigno. Uh, and what, who did he play? Who did he play in what? Lou Ferrigno. The Incredible Hulk. Oh, man. Dude, why is Ferrigno eating that urinal cake face fuckhead? Oh, we got to confront him. Just letting everybody know. Well, okay, and then the next two would be an expensive vase. An expensive vase. Or vase, however you want to say it. Vase, vase. And an octopus. Okay. All right, I guess. <laughs> All right, and if you want to. I thought it was a rom com. It is a rom com. Uh, All right, whatever. You're going to have to make a story, and it's going to have to be mentioning these things Ugh. within the story, and it has to be a rom com. All right. And then I'll throw a plot twist at you. Plot at some twist point. it up. All right. All right. All right. So, uh, uh, what are we doing here? We got. um. We'll go with Jim and uh, Jim and Rachel. You know, Jim and Rachel are going to go out for, the, uh, for Valentine's Day. Uh, Jim's like, hey, I'm going to invite her over to the house after. So uh, let me rake up these leaves in front of the house. You don't want it to be a mess when she gets here. And then he gets a text message from Lou Frigno. And he says, hey, what's up, Jim? Uh, I just want to let you know, I'm definitely going to knock out the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man later tonight if you want to see it. You know, you could bring Rachel. She could help come watch. You know, it would be it, it'd be exciting. You know? And then Jim texts it back. He's like, hey, you know, Lou, should I get her an expensive vase for Valentine's Day? I... You know, I don't know what to get her. Lou, obviously knowing what he does, being a man, he says, get her the vase, but also get her flowers, Jim. Don't be an idiot, you know? <sighs> God damn it, Jim. And then uh, he's like, yeah, what else are you going to do? He goes, hey, well, Jim asks, what else are you going to do, Lou, tonight? He says, I'm probably going to knock out an octopus after I'm done with the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, you know, since I'm the Incredible Hulk and all. Jim says, yeah, you know what? That sounds like a night. I'm going to bring Rachel, and we're going to watch you Beat up the State Puff Marshmallow Man and an octopus at the same time. It's a goddamn rom-com. I'm done. That's it? That's, That's it. I don't know anything else. Where's the love? There's love. I, you, <laughs> Where's the, you gave me calm, but no rom. Yeah, Rachel's going out with him. There's a calm and a rom. All right, so give us some kind of, you know, a plot and a story. They're going to see this. That's part of the date, but what do they do all... You know. Oh, I gotta make it go. I gotta go through the whole thing. Give us a story that just mentions these. Don't make that. This is supposed story. to be two minutes, right? All this right. Well, plot twist. Plot twist. Go. Plot twist. The rain. Uh, the train that they're on to get to the stadium or wherever they're going to see Lou Ferrigno do all these things crashes. Then the dead. <laughs> <laughs> Were they holding hands? It's supposed to be a rom com, not a drum. Well. Uh, <laughs> 
There was romantic. Did they survive the crash? No, they're dead. It's a, oh, it's a train crash. Who survives that? All right, fine. Your there was a train crash, crash. and uh, Jim and Rachel, they survive, and they make it out holding hands, and they, they look at each other in the eyes, and they say, wow, I, I, through this experience, I've learned <laughs> that I've loved you my whole life, and they, they kiss, and they start walking, and Jim goes, I really can't wait until Lou Ferrigno knocks out the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. The end. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> <laughs> Did the vase that had the flowers... It broke, it? obviously, it in the train crash. Okay. I just needed to know if it made it through. Nah, it didn't make it through. What's your story called? I don't know. You gotta give me a second. I, I gotta. I just, you can't just throw things at me. That's what you did. I, that's why I didn't have a good story. There's no plot. <laughs> Where's the plot? Where's the hawk? Where's the hawk? No. Where's the hawk? <laughs> I don't know. I can't really think of a name for this story. The greatest story ever told. It's the name of the story? No, no, no. It's the greatest showman. How about Love is a Train Wreck? <laughs> I mean, could do that. No. They died. That's what the story's called? They died? No, the train oh. wreck. <laughs> they, they, they died in the they train died. wreck. I don't know what the story's called, Jess. Jeez. Okay. You came here, but you took over my minute, you made me do the tell a story. Don't take the train with an expensive vase, because you never know. I don't know. All right, whatever. Sounds like a horrible yeah, story. Uh, my minute was hijacked. I'm sorry, guys. You'll have to wait till next week for the incredible things I have to tell you. Thank Jess. You're welcome. Thanks, Jess. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. Stay tuned for the next Manly Minute, where you can get tips about sports, working out, reading, gaming, and other fun topics. Just a reminder to stay after the episode for some bloopers and bonus content. All right. So welcome back to us. Uh, join us again this Tuesday, February the 13th, to hear our thoughts on Taylor Jenkins Reads. Wow. Popular yeah. novel, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Don't know why I had to say it the way I did, but there <laughs> you have it. Okay. Join us again also next Thursday, the 15th, for another hearty episode. And remember that our book club book... And our book of the month for February is Christina Lawrence, Love in Other Words. That episode will air on February 28th. That's the shark leg's voice. <laughs> She's like, there he is, man of my dreams. And he's like, oh, Emma Roberts, you ever read Jada Pinkett Smith's book? Why, Emma Roberts is playing Emma Roberts now? <laughs> oh, I forgot her name again. <laughs> Her name is Jenna, Jenna. Man. Who needs her? I know. I know. Listen, get the hell out of here. We're unhinged. We've been unhinged this entire episode. <laughs> we don't, we, we're not sorry. Um, but we hope you had fun and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. For everyone just tuning in, this is what you can expect from our podcast. We'll be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, and we'll have a new book of the month on the last Wednesday of every month. We encourage you to reach out to us with thoughts, ideas, questions, and feedback. You can reach us at she's all booked podcast at gmail.com. As always, all books we review will be available at our link in bio or by visiting linktr.ee slash she's all booked. We do make a small commission from any purchases you make using that link. So thank you to all who support us. And of course, we want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate each and every one of you. If no one told you today, you're important and valued. You belong here. You're doing great. And 
We believe in you. This chapter may be over, but the story goes on. So stick a bookmark in us. Ouch. And we'll see you in the next one.